you know those scenes in uh, space movies like Alien um, where the captain is coming out of cryostasis or cryosleep um, and they like open their eyes and it's as if like they're just dead for a moment and then all of a sudden it kind of all comes like rushing back to them and they're like lunging over like falling to the ground like just throwing up everywhere that kind of thing that was how i woke up this morning i got to feel what that feels like um because i woke up uh as if i'd been dead for a thousand years um on an interstellar journey why Uh, and then i don't know i just i think i slept really well (laughs) i just got like like really deep sleep and i have not been sleeping well lately Yeah, I slept too well. I, I, I slept so well that like, yeah, the first, the very brief moment of awakening, I couldn't even tell you who I was, you know, it was like <laughs> that kind of deal. And then this is Wednesday morning. So then the like rush of knowledge of like terrible, terrible knowledge of what was transpiring, what had been transpiring and like where we were at and like the fact that several hours have gone by and i haven't looked at an election tracker like all kind of came like just rushed at me all at once yeah um and i naturally fell off my bed and just vomited everywhere you know spiritually (laughs) uh maybe physically i'll leave that for you to decide Hello, this is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. And I'm Henry Roberts, and I just woke up to the hellscape that is (laughs) present reality. Oh, that got dark. That is America right now. Um, For reference, we are recording this on Wednesday night, November 4th. Star date. 2020. And things are rough, bud. It's not great. But they could be rougher. They could be rougher, but also they could be, they could be a lot better. So That's true. Instead of worrying about that, I am going to drink my beer and Record have a chat with you for a while. <laughs> I really enjoyed our last round of Am I the Assholes? Uh, so I thought I would pull just a couple quickies um, that we could go over real quick. Yeah. Um, this one is titled Emma the Asshole for suggesting my seven-year-old name his new stuffed tiger Tig Biddies. <laughs> the actual explanation is pretty much the title. My son won a stuffed tiger at the fair last night and said he had named him Tig. He asked me what its last name should be. I couldn't help myself and just instantly said Biddies. <laughs> then I turned to my wife to share a smirk, but she was pissed and quickly suggested a new, a few different last names. But my son insisted that he liked biddies. So now his tiger is Tig Biddies. My wife thinks it was completely inappropriate. I think it was a silly joke that went over his head and will have no negative ramifications. Uh, and he's asking, <laughs> am I the asshole? <laughs> I, I feel staunchly that he is not the asshole. I don't think it's an asshole I, move. I was raised on Rugrats, um, which featured this kind of humor in just about every episode uh the most memorable for me being dr lipshits um yeah you're looking at me like i'm i'm 
go back and watch Rugrats. There is so <laughs> much like this. I've never revisited Grandpa, Rugrats. like Grandpa would come home with like a Reptar movie from the movie rental and then a different movie that he says is for him after they go to bed and then you gotcha. like see it and it's like a space themed porno. There's stuff like that in like every episode. I'm not gonna lie, the second that you're like Tig Bitties and you started laughing, like I, I Googled it because I didn't get the Oh, joke. like you didn't get it? For anyone who doesn't get the joke, it's like big switch titties. the first letter. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There you go. And then Urban Dictionary was like, it's like big titties. And I went, oh, Olivia, you're just really dumb. It's okay, though. It's okay. I, I mean, I maybe I wouldn't have caught it. I've, I've heard this joke a lot in person as like tiggle bitties. I don't know what that comes from, but uh, <laughs> I find it very funny to hear and say. I think it's harmless. I don't think... I think any parent who then hears your kid be like, this is Tig Bitties might be like, the <laughs> fuck? But see, they <laughs> I would delight in that. I think I would delight in that. It's perfect. Like jokes that are designed such that children do not get Don't them. Don't understand. Uh, yeah. But like them and parents do get them. And it's yeah. No, I think that is <laughs> that's I, I, I love that form of humor. Well, it, it reminds me, have you seen the video? I don't know if it was Vine or if it's just a video. There's like um, a guy and his neighbor is like a five-year-old kid and he's come to the door saying, can I pet your titties? And the guy's like, can you pet my what? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, your titties. And he's pointing and it's his kitties. But like, it's that same exact, like we're making fun of the kid for saying titties, but the kid doesn't know. So like, right. I think it's fine. I think it's, it's yeah. fine. If he was older yeah. or I don't know. But if it was like your dog, also maybe I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that. But like it's a stuffed animal. Yeah, it's fine. that's a bit much. Your dog's going to be mentioned like multiple times by you every single day. This stuffed animal is going to get, you know, it's not, it's not, yeah, yeah it's not he, to that degree. He's not getting that much airtime. He's fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Minimal airtime for the stuffed animal you just won. Um, all right. Yeah. Everyone else agrees on the Reddit. Not, not an asshole. That's uh, maybe a little inappropriate, but not an asshole. Um, this one, I feel almost bad for because the last one is so funny. And this one, I feel differently about. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm going to read it anyway. Am I the asshole for making my children pay for their own portion of our family vacation? Further details. Uh, we have been planning on going on vacation to Cuba for the Christmas holidays for a week. It's pretty pricey during the Christmas holidays, but that's the only time we can all go. We have three children, uh, a 20-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 12-year-old. We are making them pay for their own ticket and part of the hotel since we won't, wouldn't be financially stable enough to pay for five plane tickets and such. My 12-year-old daughter has been complaining that since the other two have jobs and she doesn't, that it's not fair. However, we've decided to stick firm with it and be equal to them all. Their, their other option, if they don't want to pay, is staying at grandma's. She has savings, which are just enough to cover the vacation, but she also wants to save up for a phone. My other two children aren't happy that they have to pay for their own, but they are willing to since we'd be going to Cuba. Am I the asshole for making them pay? I feel like most families don't make their children pay for their own tickets, but since we all really want to go, my wife and I think it's the best option. And then he adds an edit. My 12-year-old daughter, almost 13, is going to grade eight, and she has worked at our business a couple times for me, which I would pay her. So that's the question. Holy fucking shit. I know. Are you kidding? 
Like, this yeah. doesn't even seem real. No, it really does not. Oh, um, my God. You're essentially saying, like, hey, 12-year-old daughter, the rest of our your family is going to Cuba on vacation, and you have to stay at your grandma's unless you give us your life savings, which you are working towards buying your phone, your, like, first phone with. You're, because like, you're 12. Dude. <laughs> You're 12 years old. It would be totally (laughs) different if it was like, hey, we want to do this vacation. My kids are 30 and 25 and 22. Yes. And you're like, okay. When I read the title, when I read the title, Mm -hmm. I assumed that these were adult children. I I assumed that these were kids in their 20s and 30s. In which case, sure, because they have their own lives that they're doing. If they don't want to pay to join on this trip, that's fine. It can just be a mom and dad trip. Like, that's totally cool. This though, you're <laughs> you can't do this. Two of the three They're are 20, minors. Twenty fifteen and twelve. Yes, two of the three are minors. One is a very fresh non-minor. Ugh. That is wild. I, I I'm familiar with uh family not family vacations but families where the parents will go on a vacation and the kids will stay with their relatives or like with a friend That's or something. Fun. Uh, my family never really did that, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. This though is like a whole nother thing. Like, this, this is, is like f- you're you're like punishing your daughter for your decision to go to Cuba. Like, right. that's essentially what this is. Right. It's like I want to go on this trip, but I can't actually afford to take my family, who I decided to have and support. So you can stay with Grandma because I don't want to pay for your ticket, and it's not. It's not fair. Like, it's not... They're like, well, in the realm of fairness... It's not fair at all. We're going to make all of them do it. Like, no, your child is 12. She's 12 years old. Of course she doesn't have money. I had no... I think the... It's not legal for her to work. The the biggest thing I owned when I was 12 was like a password journal that I... I I got with like funds from a garage sale. (laughs) Like, that is not... Yeah. Yeah. You expect me to like, then buy a trip to Cuba? <laughs> <laughs> You're expecting me to buy a trip to Cuba? I just, I'm this 12. Is baffling. <laughs> oh man, I really oh cannot picture the mindset where it's like, I had I had these children. This one is twelve. I'm going to Cuba and I can't afford it, so I'm going to tell my twelve year old she has to pay for herself. It's just crazy. Don't do this. Like if you. And your wife want to take a trip to Cuba on your own that's not for Christmas and just to have a trip, have a vacation, have a romantic trip, do whatever. Do that, but don't say you don't get to have Christmas with the family because you don't want to give up your cell phone. <laughs> you won't give us all of your savings. Like, yeah. That is I, I, I didn't even, I forgot that it was during Christmas. Right. <laughs> God. It just feels like this level of coldness that I can't understand. Can can you okay, can you imagine <sighs> being the grandmother and having your child be like, like, "Hey mom, we're going to leave my kid with you because she just can't cover her share of our Cuba vacation." She refuses to pay her share. The tw- our, the 12-year-old really isn't pulling her weight this <laughs> year, so we're dishing her with you for Christmas. Um I just found one more that I haven't actually like read yet oh no but the title is funny to me okay um 
let me just let's just give it a, a pass through am i the asshole for getting upset when my boyfriend constantly refers to me as queen <laughs> so help me god i never thought i'd have to post here throw away because he knows my reddit and i don't want him to see this my boyfriend and i have been together for a year two months ago he started jokingly calling me queen and over time it's escalated to the point where he constantly refers to me as queen <laughs> oh, no. for example when i ask him when and where he wants to eat whether it be this or that he always replies with oh let's go to x queen or when i ask a favor of him he replies with anything for you my queen at first i thought it was charming and really cute but it's gotten a little bit annoying over the quarantine period she goes on and on uh he moved in with me as i'm the breadwinner in the relationship something something he said he bowed and said yes my liege <laughs> and then went to clean um she was trying on clothes at a store and when she stepped out he said yes queen i love it uh which caused people to look over at us I, so I blew up on him about this in public. I shouted at him telling him he needed to grow the fuck up and stop calling me queen all the time. How it felt like he put me on a royal pedestal and it was very toxic. I called him an idiot and an asshole, but now I feel bad about it. Maybe I was too harsh and he's just trying to have fun with it and spice up the relationship. And he went into our room and locked the door, slipping a note out into the hallway that says, and I quote, I'm sorry, queen. I've not been in my own bedroom in two days because he won't open the door. He comes out to get food and water, but that's it. He won't talk to me or anything. Am I the asshole? This is such a question. Holy cow. This is like um, layers and layers of shit. <laughs> uh, the first edit says stop downvoting my post. The rules say you shouldn't downvote assholes. And the second edit says just talk to him about it and he's still being a bit cold to me i think we can bounce back and work it out i really love him and i don't want to leave him we were slated to get married this summer and now i'm not sure that will happen the idea that queen can cancel a marriage is a real doozy for me i think it has less to do with the actual term and more with the way it's used oh for sure he's overdoing it no doubt no doubt but it, it but, sounds like it is a thing that he has now made into a joke and whether he's doing it yes. consciously or not, it it is really bothering her and she probably didn't tell him politely the first time. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, but it, it sounds like. <laughs> hmm? Well, I, but he shouldn't be then holding it against her at this point when he knows she's upset. Right. And then, and then locking himself in a bedroom and being like childish about dramatic. it. That's the point where it's like, okay, maybe I don't want to get married to this guy because he can't handle like conflict. However, I don't think she was correct in right. how she yelled at him in the first place. Yeah, I, I agree to all of that. It, so, it sounds like she liked it at first and he liked it. And so it was fun. And then he kept liking it more and then she switched to disliking it but mm -hmm. instead of making that clear she just kind of let it fester and, go yeah. until it got to the point where yeah she just sort of exploded on him um yeah i don't know it not a whole not a great situation though it's pretty hilarious to think about uh <laughs> i don't know what's going on in this guy's head where he's like this is so good i'm gonna use it 24 7 and that's um, also weird, like calling her my liege and bow. Like that feels like either mocking or just like you don't know how to handle being in a real relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think they're both idiots and I hope that they work their their stuff out. Yeah. I don't, I I don't mean, know they, if one is more of the asshole than the other there. Maybe the 
the lady for exploding on him but that guy really should have shown a little more restraint i think yeah i think <laughs> if they they need to actually sit down and have an adult conversation about like hey i didn't like that you did this thing i shouldn't have reacted the way i did but you know right. here's my reasoning and then he can stop acting like a baby and you guys could like figure it out i think uh occasionally you can get a little in joke going with someone and it's you get such a positive reception to it and it's so easy to do that you you kind of start doing it subconsciously you keep doing and then it. before you know it yeah it's just like part of you and then it's like i don't know how to stop <laughs> yeah i've only ever yeah. i think I'll, like <laughs> you <laughs> this are is the all queen. i've ever known <laughs> all i know is queening I, I think 50% of my personality is like something Jokes. I started doing as a joke and then I forgot that it was a joke <laughs> and now it's just who I am. Ooh. Oh, yeah, there, I think that happens to me mostly if I'm ever using like dumb internet slang and then it becomes part of my actual vocabulary and I'm like, well, yes, that's just how it is now. It's who I am now. 2020, let go. I say BRB in real conversation. But at the same time, everyone else is also going through that and like doing that kind of thing. So I think that's just culture. <laughs> I think that's just how culture works. That's fair. It starts at, I think culture, my, my, new, my new sociological theory is that culture starts as a joke and then it stops <laughs> being a joke and then it's culture. And then it just is. I think it was yesterday Matt said something and he said he was like V excited or V V something and then he like oh, kind of yeah. paused and was like I never used to say V <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah same I same think, I think what happens is it's an easy text like shortcut but then it yeah. starts and it's in your brain and then you say it out loud and then you're like well this is this is what I say now <laughs> um okay I found well I found a couple Dear Abby's, and I also found a couple Ask Natalie's. Basically the same thing. Hit me up with that Natalie. I have been trying to break up with this guy for weeks. Every time I go to tell him that I am unhappy in our relationship, mostly because he is cranky, critical, and depressing to be around, something seems to get in the way. For example, I tried breaking up with him a few weeks ago, but his dog had to be put down. He was a wreck. I felt bad, so I didn't want to make anything worse. Then I tried a few days ago, but his best friend tested positive for COVID and he was upset about that. What's wrong with me? Why can't I just find a good time to end it? I need advice from can't walk away. I mean, away. That's, that sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, I feel like I, I say feel because the memories are very distant now, but I feel like I went through a uh, similar thing with my very 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 first girlfriend where i'd been wanting to break up with her but like every time i was like all right i'm gonna do it it seemed like something was happening where i couldn't i think in my case it was a lot more uh i was looking for excuses to avoid doing something difficult you know yeah the one the, the excuses she's listed actually sound like external things that she has no control over that genuinely are just sort of coinciding would be caused to pause <laughs> yeah yeah but i definitely know the feeling of like needing to do this thing and then finding reasons to put put it off um i my solution in way back then in like maybe sophomore year of high school was to eventually just say fuck it and text her and so I broke up with her over, I think, Facebook message. 
Mess, me, it, well, now it's Messenger, but I think back then it was just Facebook Message, which sucks. Oh, um, yeah. But I will say, it. I did finally break up with her, so that was better than not at all <laughs> for me at I'm the time. I'm still dating um, her. I just haven't seen her in <laughs> yeah. three years. Somewhere out there. She's waiting. Okay. I have an Abby. Do you want an Abby? Yep. Talk to me. Dear Abby, I am a 39-year-old woman who has been in a relationship for five years and married for two. Abby, I am consumed with regret for marrying this man. Oh. He's loyal. He's loyal and has a good job, but he spends most of our money on food, eating out at work, drinking expensive beers, buying tools, etc. And is probably the most negative person I know. His negativity is so overwhelming, oh. it has pulled me down closer to his level than where, than where I started when we met. I feel trapped. I don't want to be single at 40, and I know somewhere, I know somewhere in there I love him. So I'm working on my own energy so it won't affect me so much. He just makes everything so oh. miserable with his attitude. He exudes bad energy. He pouts, throws temper tantrums, is rude, condescending, and everyone around him can feel his bad moods. He has only recently started therapy, and I want to be patient, but I have this loop playing in my head. I hate his guts. I know it's not true, but I am so resentful and remorseful for marrying him. Is there anything I can do to save my marriage? Is it even worth it? From Second Thoughts in California. Okay. Okay. I have a lot of opinions on this. (laughs) So she met, did she meet him at 35? And I dated for three years and have been married for two? She's Okay, she says she's 39 in a relationship for five years and married for two. So I don't know if that means five total or seven, but either way, she met him in her 30s. Okay. So first off, I assume that he wasn't (laughs) like this when she first started dating him. Uh, It sounds like he's depressed. (laughs) Um, And also, it sounds like he's he's now starting therapy, which is like the one good thing that I heard from this whole Mm -hmm. story. Uh, But I I would like to add on to that, that I think she could also find some benefit in therapy. Uh, In fact, I think maybe personal therapist and maybe a couples therapist would Mm -hmm. be really helpful here if they're both aware that the relationship is not working but they both would like to try to make the relationship work yes um i think yeah maybe some more hands on deck here would be useful i know she she talked about trying to uh work on her own energy um i don't know what that means exactly uh but maybe therapy would be a good uh addition to that since it sounds like she's having a lot of um ruminating thoughts um yeah basically abby her her advice was like decide if this is a relationship you want to pursue and if you do you y'all need to go to therapy together (laughs) yeah and she has because she specifically says like a i know i love him somewhere i guess on the the coast or something and b uh yeah but she said it and b she's like i don't want to be single at 40 so like she she's clearly thought out 
like her situation and wants to be with this guy. So she wants to try to get this keep like, you know, make this relationship work again. But to me, um, I don't want to be single at 40 isn't a good enough reason to stay in a miserable relationship. That just means that you don't want to have to put the work in no, to it's, find somebody that's true. else. And the idea that I know I love him somewhere deep down just isn't very reassuring because that just might mean I used to love him, but now I don't. Right. And sometimes that happens. That's definitely possible. And but so, you can't tell if that's the case or if she actually does from and, just her comment, you know? Right. So a therapist would be the right move, on, like someone professional yes. that can help her unpack these feelings. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we frequently jump to you should break up with this person. And in a lot of instances, I think we're <laughs> very justified in doing that. But if you've been in a relationship with this person for years and something has soured or something's gone wrong and one of them, one of you is like seeking therapy, then at, like it's, you know, at this point, this is a complicated subject, right? right? Like it, yeah. just jumping out might not be the immediate answer that you should go to. Okay. I have another Dear Abby that I want to read. Okay. Dear Abby, I've been dealing with some emotional stress for well over a year. I've recently found out my wife's ex was much more well endowed than I am. I understand. Wait, recently not- or well over a year? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is emotional stress paired with this. Maybe I don't know. It is a little. Okay. It is a little unclear. I've recently found out my wife's ex was much more well endowed than I am. I understand that's not the most important thing, but it is messing with me mentally. One reason is, a long time ago when she was drunk, she asked me why it was so small. (gasps) (laughs) When I came across pictures of him, it all came back. I feel like we need to talk about it, but I don't know how to start. I know she will get mad, and I don't think she would tell me the truth. A lot of things go along with these feelings, which is part of why it bothers me so much. I probably need to just let it go, but it continues to haunt me. We have been married a long time and have had our share of problems. How do I get past this? Any help or guidance would be greatly appreciated from not measuring up in Alabama. He said a a long time ago is when she said it. So it must have been... Oh, but it came back up because she saw... uh, He saw a photo of him and it all came rushing back to him. It erected all these old insecurities. (laughs) It's a really hard problem. But we shouldn't go soft on this. Yeah, so this is very... Oh, boy. Okay. First of all, I this felt like a, a no big deal sort of question until mm-hmm. the bit about her getting drunk and asking, like, accusing him Ask- of his biology, basically. Yeah. Um, that is brutal. That's oh, not, my God. Yeah. That is so brutal. I think people who aren't cavemen know... That like it doesn't matter, really. But then your wife gets drunk and asks you why it's small, and then it's like obviously it does matter in and some sort of suddenly capacity. Suddenly it does. Suddenly it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's like suddenly one of those things that society is like it doesn't matter, but then secretly everybody is like, but it does matter. I think this is the truth of it. Society says it doesn't matter because the majority of us fall within a certain range which we then consider to be average yes. right or like you know yeah within tolerances that's, like that's why it's the average basically unremarkable <laughs> yeah. it's the average yeah it's unremarkable 
and so none, no one in that spectrum, which is most people, it doesn't matter. Um, right. But then if you're on the fringes one way or the other, then suddenly there's a novelty yeah. which can be perceived positively or negatively. Um, and that takes on its own sort of matter, its own uh, <laughs> meaning. Um, she was she was drunk, and it happened a a, t- a long time ago, in his words. So that uh, who knows what was the thing that prompted her to say, "Oh, but it's small." You know what I mean? Like that might not be how she actually feels, but because of what she right. was recently. Maybe she watched porn recently and some guy had a huge dong. Like, you don't know. And so instead of holding on to onto junk thoughts and taking those to heart, you need to actually just be able to sit down and be like, look, you said this thing and it's been really yeah, bothering it's me. It's been messing with me. Like, can we please talk about this and figure out if this is like an issue? I do think that he's projecting his insecurities onto like this ex. Yeah, because she said that now he's making a lot of assumptions about like how who who she used to date. Because in, unless she was like, oh yeah, you you know Jason, he his dick was huge. <laughs> like like you would never know that. You are sort of making assumptions based off of like weird context clues. Right. You know what I mean? Like so you don't even know that that's like yeah. what's going on. So like just yeah. talk to her. And then if it turns out that you've yeah, never satisfied absolutely. her ever and like she resents you for it, then you can go from there. But maybe she's <laughs> That's perfectly a happy. Red flag. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. it that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I think he's just starting he's now feeling self conscious and is just letting it fester. And yeah. you just need to talk to your wife. <laughs> this is this is is it his wife? Is 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 yeah. it his wife? Yeah, he it's said a, is, he said oh, wife. Wow, okay. Yeah. He doesn't say how long they've been married. He says they've been married a long time, but he doesn't say like how long. That, well then clearly that is. like he's definitely good enough for her then yeah. Well right. So that's what I'm saying. Unless she's like actually I'm confessing to you that I've hated our entire marriage. Like no, I right. think you're probably good, but you're probably just feeling insecure right now. <laughs> Abby Abby was wondering how he came across pictures of the ex. He's like, are you snooping because you're feeling bad about yourself? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Obviously. Abby, why do you even have to ask? Well, and then she was also like, you guys need to talk while you're sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Trump is just trying to claim states now for himself. Yeah, he's tweeting, he can just do that. I hereby claim the state of Pennsylvania. I'm like, dude, that's not how it fucking works. That was, I'm sorry, that was way too, like, regal and, like, it, posh no, and it was. for him. Like, I hereby, I, I can't do it. What's his voice sound like? Something stupid. Uh, hang on. What's a word that he, what's a word that only he says that I can use as a way to get his voice. I have. I don't know, Henry. Um, I don't know. Trump quotes. <laughs> okay, I. We should just stop our podcast now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, Matt. <laughs> just in general, thank you for being you. And also, your song is very good. Forever nameless. Catch it on our podcast. And that's that's ex- that's it's a, it. It's a podcast exclusive. So you could only hear it here. Hear it here. If you guys want to follow us on Facebook or Instagram, we are at Together Alone Pod. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Together 
Alone Pod. It's together without the er. And if you have any questions, if you want advice, if you want to tell us about weird dates you've been on, basically anything, just send us an email. It's togetheralonepod at gmail.com. Uh, this has been Together Alone. Tell your queen that your VV excited to see her. <laughs> Bye.